Hi, I'm Ocon. Wait for the countdown. Hi, I'm Simon. I hate the countdown. I am peace. I'm ambivalent about countdowns. Chris. Okay, perfect. He's got it. He's picked up yeah, on us. Yeah, he's got it. All right, Hi, I'm Eagle. I am the countdown. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm so ambivalent. Okay, Eagle, get back to uh, doing what you do. All right. Um, <laughs> that was good. What the fuck was that? <laughs> You're like, I'm Eagle. I do the countdown. That was a good, that was a good impression of you. Okay, that's, that's how terrible you sound. That was a <laughs> terrible impression of me. It depends who you ask. <laughs> no, the best, the best, the best eagle was when he was stressing out at road show, or whatever it was. When he screamed oh, at Rob on the field. Screaming at Rob. Robert. At Rob. 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 We started the game four. What the fuck was that, really? I was really pissed. Uh, really. They're like in five plays. He's so pissed. Like, wow, I didn't record the first 22 minutes of the game. It he started the game. I hadn't started the broadcast. It, it Our viewers were upset. Oh, I was yeah. upset. It Rob me, was indifferent. It gave me a Rob flashback. needed to know Rob, we were Rob upset. The press is like, Eagle, what do you want me to do? Uh, Once again, Eagle is the counter. Yeah. It gave me a flashback of Eagle the day before when I was playing PlayStation and his roommate just closed it and Eagle just lost the shit. For real? Nobody even knows this story. Your roommate... What? You that happened? The I don't remember this. Okay, speaking of making that stuff, let's get to Div 1, Div 2. <laughs> what caught your attention from Div 1, Div 2 games this weekend? Prospect Squad, SYO for life. Oh it was God. a terrible game. So it caught your attention uh, by terribleness. I, 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 it didn't say which one was good. Uh, two teams, listen, the, both teams have good players. There's no questioning it. Both teams have guys who belong in Division 1, Division 2. Together, they're not great. Quarterback wise, that's not a division two team. It worked this week because they played each other. But can when they play each other more often? But can they when they play? No, because if they play each other more often, we're gonna have so many URs and or OCs. Or OCs. So many. Pro- I'll give props to Prospect Squad. They kicked out their own player before he got OCs because he was being too much of an ass. What they, happened? So they do this weird end off run play but it wasn't a fake so everybody knew what was going to what was going to happen he ran to the sideline tried to beat the corner did not got tackled for a one yard game the so, worst of all scenarios so <laughs> losing one yard sacks yeah. better yeah so you got like one yard but you, like you don't stop right there so he keeps running to slow down walks back towards the guy to pick up to, to get his flags back and instead of just taking his flag and walking back to his huddle starts talking shit mm-hmm. But you got one yard from your run. So he bumps chest with the DB. Then the DB does it also doesn't back down. So you get like uh you know. Mono mono. Yeah, and then the third guy comes in, so he starts screaming, You guys are shit, I'm better than all of you and but everybody just the the argument is but you, you didn't do anything. Like you haven't done anything all game. He starts talking shit. So his teammate comes in, tells him to calm down, and, you know, you calm down, you shut the fuck up and he starts to his own team. So the team kicked him out. So I was I was paying attention and the guy got kicked out, took his shirt off. Now it was like bare chest, start walking around screaming stuff. So I turned around to the referee. I was like, so like two OCs? He's like, no. Why is he off? His team kicked him out. <laughs> I mean, it it, it mattered because yeah. he, he would have got OCs afterwards. Although very next play, the guy that came in to replace him because he was kicked out. Got an OC? 
got an OC right That's away amazing. and never came back. He came in to play. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> he came in, came in for one play. I don't think he played the 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 game itself. Came in for one play. Didn't even get the ball. Like he he was like slot to the left. Did like a five yard hook. The ball was caught by someone else for a touchdown. And as he ran back towards his huddle, called the other team a bitch. So he's so, like a hockey. So goon Craig guy. was right next to him. He's like, "No, nah, that can't fly." Mm-hmm. You're kicked out for five plays. Kept running out. Didn't care. Like, yeah, whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> so he's like a hockey goon then. It was just a goon. Yeah, uh, he was a big dude too. Um, I got you can't sit with you with us beating STL forty-one forty. Yeah, that's a good game. Um, Terry time game-winning two-point convert front and right. Oh the man, great catch! Absolutely, I, I saw great a video ball, that. great catch. Um, great play. Honestly, it was a, one of the, the most fun games of the week. No, but you, you forget to mention the good part. As he caught the touchdown for a two-point convert, mm-hmm. he, as he ran by back to his huddle, he just waved the other team goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, that's Terry, Terry gonna Terry. Terry, also, Terry being Terry. Beautiful hair flip at the end of the catch. He just waves the other team goodnight. It was uh, it was great. It was the most Terry thing. But yeah, it was a close game. I'm very impressed with like, both offenses, both defenses, not so much. Uh, Monstars beating up on, or not beating up on, but uh, taking out the, was it Fat Boys or Fat? Got like, Fat. Got Fat. It was a close game because Got Fat had a chance late in the in the, in the the five plays to... Well, they scored. They just went to do. on the game-winning uh, two-point convert. But I, I look at Got Fat, they, they play with an edge that we all know about with the Sintoma brothers, but now you wonder if that edge is going to be borderline... Volc- volcanic reaction from the opponent, opposing team out there because there's a few times in that game where they kind of went too far, too far, but nothing happened because the monsters are a good group of guys. They're not going to want to get into a tete-a-tete with anybody. They're not going to do that. But it's some others might have. Yes, and, and, and that's where I wonder as we play against when they'll face the finals or D boys again. Yeah, and, but that's Braves. Scott's skills, right? When they face Braves, 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 yeah. Braves will never retaliate, but they'll always instigate. Yeah, and then the, and, we, and then Godfight will retaliate and get kicked out. Yep. So in that game, what I what I noticed the most about that Monstars got fat game is Monstars played well, wasn't great. Uh, got fat did not play so good. They got lucky most more than anything else. There was a lot of third and fourth down that were like third and long, fourth and long that they managed to convert because Nintendo has an absolute cannon of an arm. But when it came down to it, why are you always facing third and long and fourth and long? Yeah, yeah. a lot of. Bad decisions or tough throws that didn't go his way that he could have just moved the chains instead, right? He was always going for the, the killer yeah, shot. Yeah, he's going for the kill shot, but like the reality is that monster defense and Sam Ashub was actually banged up. He had a pulled hamstring. He didn't play as much in that game. But the reality is that defense and Theo Bacalis, no one talks about him. Very good. Very, very good player. He is an unbelievable player in Division One. He's one of the best players on this team. He is. By a long I, shot. I think you yeah. take out Theo Bacalis. I mean, minus Rob Master. If you take out Theo Bacalis, that team isn't the same no. on both sides of the football. No, Theo is probably the best the best snapper in FBF. And yeah. even as a DB, he's, what he's able to do playing in the shorts, the amount of like interceptions, pick six, and PDs he gets because he's so aggressive is... And smart, smart. He, he reads the concepts really well. Yep. So are they now a legitimate threat, the Monsters? Are you going to put them in that window or are you, are you still on the outside? You know what? Uh, to me, they were never on the outside. I think that their unique style of play makes them a threat. And they have – this is the best version of Monsters in terms of they have the right pieces that execute that style. So chemistry. Well, yeah. Because they had Jordan yes. McLaren, right? And he, and yeah, but he, that, that doesn't mean – just because the player is a better player doesn't mean he fits what you're doing best. Where I feel now all of the pieces absolutely fit. Like to me – uh, Anthony Brisbois is 
a good example of a guy who just fits that team as good as he is, and he's good on any team. He's exceptional on monsters. So what needs to go right for the monsters to keep this up then? If they're gonna be, uh, they they need to to put teams away and not make mistakes like they did against Gothad. Like allow them to score in the last five yeah, plays yeah, yeah. and allow them to go for two and allow them to have a shot at winning the game. Well, that's the thing. Though. The same thing in week one, right? They I forget who they beat week week one. Eagle, who did they beat week one again? DK. They uh, DK, DK, right? DK, they allowed DK, DK, DK exactly. to come back in this game, right? They gave the picks or the INT to uh, Pilon. They always go big, but they always <laughs> allow a lot too. To me, Monstars this season, as they're two and zero, great start, easy schedule. They played DK and Goffat, which are potentially the two worst team in the one at the moment. It's Next like week, Subway. Next week they play D Boys, who are on a losing streak. D Boys is not playing well. So you nothing to worry about with D Boys. So D Boys they do this thing though, where the first three weeks of the season, yeah, they don't but care. this is, this is next care. level sloppy. Yeah, like, this but, is. But we've said that about them. Like, we've been on this show long enough. Yeah, we, guys, like, I agree. We're just rehashing the same thing we've said for the last no, three years. Now. But this, if you look at purely the stats, comparing season per season. This is the worst start that they've ever had because of their offense. I Mar- was told. Sorry, Marco's not playing well. He's currently the worst QB in the one. I, I was Stats told. wise, he is. I was told from someone I spoke to who, who's seen the first two D-Boys games, it's the same thing as the Monsters minus them winning the fo- football games, that they ho- they held a two-score lead against the finest, couldn't score in the second half. Marco Masiotra did not have a good second half. First game of the year, they held, a, a, I think it was a nine-point lead, again, two-score lead, and they mm-hmm. lost that one as well. So it's the inability to finish off games here, but that shouldn't happen from a D boy squad that has been in Division One for many they're, many years. They're lacking. They don't have Jamal Kings at the moment. It was no. always their speedster. They got to stretch the field for them. They always used to bring in one or two new guys that sort of yeah. give them something else. But I, I feel that this season the guys that they brought in are not at the same level of the guys that they usually bring in. This is Marco's stats after two games: three hundred and one yard, seven touchdowns, four picks, a seventy-six. QB rating. That's oh, that's Chris. It, I mean, it's not good. Number. I think I'm not worried about the D boys. I think Marco, once he gets it back together, I think I think they're gonna roll and, and get a playoff berth. Marco, if I, he didn't play last spring as a quarterback. I think he just played no, receiver. Off. So yeah, he had a bit of a uh, injury, shoulder, yeah. Yeah, injury history. It's a problem with his shoulder. That's why he's also not playing quarterback in Div Two. He only wants to throw for one team. Yeah, I think I think if he gets back to 100 percent and he gets back on track, I think D boys will. Will will be a contender. So is the issue actually Marco Masiotra and perhaps I, I think this might just be the weakest team he's played on for a while. I think it's it's the the receivers as a as a whole. No one's posed as a threat then, right? Like you know, POJ is going to get the ball, but if you double team him because you don't have another guy that's going to burn you over the top, like what Jamal Gins used to bring to this team. Then at some point, Theo can score seven touchdowns per game. So as Eagle does a fist pump here, um, can you list off the roster for D Boys, please? Yes. Thank you. Also, just to, as I said, D Boys right now are zero two. They're playing Monstars and Flying Monsters next. If they go zero and four, are they? No, they're not. They're gonna, they're gonna make the playoffs because they're gonna so play finance again, and you know, right? Yeah. Current roster. So I'm gonna go with games played uh, ordered first. Yeah, okay. So sure. uh, Anthony Como, Jordan McLaren, Justin McLean, Marco Matheotra, Matt Kierwak, Quade Johnson, Theo Ojea. Then Jordan Bullier has one game along with Sean Steen, and Jamal Gittens is on the roster but hasn't played yet. Uh, that's a, that's a better record. That's, they should be. Who know? When is Jamal coming back? Do we, we know? don't know. He's hurt. Yeah, he, he doesn't even know. Because uh, let's say he does come back in a couple of weeks. Having Gittins, 
He uh, blows off the top of the defense. Justin yeah. McLean and Koi Johnson just and Thiel, just them four together is. is but that's is the thing is they're missing that second speed threat. But I to to Samuel's point, point to be fair, like, I I do feel like with with Theo Jamal and that's it Macarek or Anthony Como playing snapper, that's what their offense has always built built around, right? That's how the D boys have been successful offensively. Yeah. You take out one of the like it's a one two punch between Jamal and Theo. You take out one of the two, they're not as, as efficient, and it's it's showing in Marco's numbers, not necessarily him, but the offense is struggling. So what's the what's the uh uh, the floor for them for wins now. Are we looking at six wins? I mean, it'll probably be with the, what we expect, six or seven wins. T- to me, they can't go 0-4. They have to win, beat either Monstars or Flagmore Sack. Okay, so percentage-wise, right now, they got, who they have first, Flagmore Sack or Monstars? Monstars. <laughs> so what percentage would you put on them winning that football game? 60. 60? So you're going to go more than... than well, I mean, 60-40 is basically a coin flip. So D-Boy's his favorite. So D-Boy's his favorite if it's 60-40, yeah. right? Yeah. To I me, mean, this is more... Like, this is a, well, like, look, the favorite in that, I think, honestly, this season in D1, I, f- I feel like a lot of games are 50-50. And the thing is, is that given that, given that they've already lost two, I'll give a slight edge to D-Boy's who I think are maybe a slight favorite, maybe not. To like would it, it shock you if they win? It, no, so but it's, then, but it's it's a big it's a big game for both teams because that means Monsters go three and zero. Puts more like it, it puts it puts Monsters on a pedestal and it, it hurts D boys if they lose. So here's the thing: if Monsters were to lose to D boys, does the pressure go on Monsters? Do they feel like, oh my god, we we just lost the game to? I feel it brings back the parity in the division that you know. Well, I any think it might affect, any given Sunday. It might monsters in the sense of like, oh, maybe we're we still that second tier. Yeah. Whereas if they win the game, it's a huge. They're, they're there's, a, there's a, a mo- the monkeys off their shoulder in a sense. Yeah, it brings them like okay, we could compete with any team, not just DK Golf at. But we'll see what happens. All right, speaking of parity, Div Two so far in 13 games that has been played in Div Two, uh, you've had eight of the 13 that has been decided by seven points or less. Is this a really cool thing to see now that we're not having any more blowouts like we did in years past in Div Two? I I think that so Div Two at the moment. I feel like there's not a number one team. There's mm. a few strong teams. I think that to I think we all agreed that Braves were not necessarily a top contender. I think Braves 2.0. I think that they are. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that there's a true number one team to beat the way let's say Montreal Finest is in Division One. There's a few strong teams like uh, STL. You can sit with us, Braves. But I also think that there's a few teams at the bottom that are really gonna just feed wins. Seal for life. S-Y-O for life, Prospect Squad, um, Killer Bees. Killer Bees. So I, I, listen, I don't think King's Landing is going to be feeding the whole way. I think they're decent. No, but they're still They're going to be competitive, but yes, they're not. They'll lose closer games, but they'll still lose a lot of games. So what words of advice would you give uh, S-Y-O then? Because they only scored seven points this season through two games. What kind of advice can I give them? Because uh, they're uh, in dip two, man. And you got seven points is not going to cut it for anything. Check your ego and maybe register for a more appropriate division. Uh, I think they want to play with their friends, which is fine. Uh, I also think that if you bring in one or two guys but that are not... But couldn't they have fit in Division 3? Probably. Like, I'm just looking at the yeah, category. I d- like, uh, yes, they yeah, do. Yeah. They fit in Division 3. I also think that if you bring in an actual Div 2 quarterback to this team, they'll instantly become... Yeah, I'm better. shocked, though, because this is a team full of former university players, and they couldn't find a quarterback. But maybe they, just want, they don't want to play with the ones that they knew. Right, that, that doesn't mean you're friends with these guys. Yeah, but 
or and maybe they why, add one in the belt to them, man. Because it's but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. like, given that, given that it's a team for your friends, and given that you fit in Division Three, why not play in Division Three? I agree. Um, but the parity point of Div Two, though, you mentioned about the bottom feeders of that division. Yeah, d- d- the problem is d- we're gonna have a lot of teams that's below two and eight, or you know. Let's say below three and seven, and a lot of teams are just going to feed off of that. So we're going to have some five and five teams that are going to finish seven and three because they played weaker teams the whole way. They're going to have three freebies. So is there even a great team in Div Two? Like, is there like a, like we have the finest in Div One, right? We have in Div Three uh, the Cougars. But is there a team that you're going to say, "Wow, this is a great team right now"? Braves, Braves two point I think they've they've impressed me so far. They've been playing really well. Uh, I think that. That's it. You can sit with us. I've been playing well, also. I think hashtag and our is are a great team. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Think I don't so. want to get hung up on the one loss. Okay, so why really still, why really do you think they're a great team, PZ? Look, roster construction's there. Um, Jamal Gittens on this roster as well, and not having played a game hurts uh, because that's a lot of cap space that you were expecting to have devoted to a star player that isn't there in the team, um, and. They're a good team in the probably the weaker conference. So if you take the weaker a- part of the conference, if you take this hashtag NR and you take out Jamalkins and Jermaine Parrish, yeah, it's weaker. Is it a can they win Division Two without no. Jermaine and Jamal? No. no, no, but they'll still they'll still win six to seven. Games now I don't I don't know about Jermaine. He could just have missed one game and played the next eight. Jamal, I have because he played the first week. He yeah. did play the first week. I remember Jamal. I have some game. doubts simply because of. Did Mike Asari play this game or no? Who? Mike Asari. Or Mike Zimmy, whatever he's going with now. Peace. Or Prince Copperfield. Peace. I don't know. That none of those names exist. Right, right, fair enough. So, the, just to me, knowing Jamalkins, if he's hurt right now and he's not able to come back, I don't... They might They might end up not having him as a playoff eligible player. Well, right? if he if he comes for injured status, then he'll get the games. Yeah, but, for, if, right? but, it, but if he, he only has. gets back from injury like week six or seven. So you're saying he's not going to be football shape for the stretch run? It doesn't look good. Did you I, abbreviate one of their names again to like Bill or something? No. Yeah, yeah there's no one on the <laughs> roster. Is it Zion Love? No, Zion Love was their week one. I remember meeting them. Kadeem Pierre played. Kadeem Pierre, is that him? No, Kadeem Pierre, he played. Uh, I, again, I don't know who you're referring to. Okay. That's my difficulty. Like <laughs> The unknown player. Yes, sir, Chris. I find Controversy has a good roster. Like, I was looking at the roster. And, like I haven't seen them play yet. Yeah, their, their loss is a week one loss. So let's relax. Is, J- is Jad yeah. snapping for them? Yes. So that, I think, first time playing with Dan? Who was it? Who was it yesterday? They, they beat the... Uh, they called Jad the, the best one-yard slants in FPF. Yeah. But it was like super pejorative. Like it wasn't a nice compliment. Like, oh, great one yard signs. That's all you can do. One yard signs. Yeah, but if it, I if think it was Vini. Must have been Vini Colano. So he's run seven hundred of them, by the way. And, oh yeah, yeah. And How many catches uh, does uh, Jad Reedy have in his career? You don't like in his career? Yeah. Career? You yeah. said I think he had ten. Like checking, he was checking, checking, checking. Does checking. it count the season though? Regular uh, season receptions. Hold on, receiving Matt Reedy. Uh, <laughs> holy shit! Though. In uh, like three hundred and ninety-five like regular season games, one thousand six hundred and eight. Just divide. Just divide. For thirteen thousand two hundred and sixty-nine yards, two hundred and seventy touchdowns. That's sixteen hundred catches. That's a lot. Forward. Just divide. How many catches per game? How many yards per game? That's three hundred games divided by. Let him. Well, it's four catches a game. Yeah. Yeah. Four like forty yards. Yes. What's 14,000 divided by 400? 
Shape yes, whatever. Okay, so I need yards to catch. 40 yards a game. Okay, anyways, no, that's than still that. a very great average. Is no. it a possibility to have 140 over four? Controversy versus no regard in the finals. Can that be possible within the conference, or it's it's? Well, it's gonna be conference. Yeah, I think it's conference. Those two teams together. You're in the same conference. I believe so. Yes. Okay. So. No, they're not. Opposite. So they can. So be yes, it could happen. Yeah, it yes, happen. it can happen. Could happen. I'm predicting a final. Just, just, just. Okay. Look at that. I, it just came against the grain over here. Chris Rivet picking controversy against No Regard. You were there yesterday for Again, that. But neither of those teams shocked me to be in the true. finals. I agree with at you. all. So there isn't a great There's team. Two of the best quarterbacks in the division. Corey Packer yes. and and uh, Dan Lazaro. Dan Lazaro. The the teams are both super well built. I don't see an issue. I don't see an issue with that prediction at all. To me, that's not against the green. That just that's that's two of the better teams in a division of good teams. Yes, no, but given Dan Lazaro's history in the playoffs, like he's got a good point. Strong point, though. Chris makes a great point about that. Shots, like, I shots think fire I shots are fire, no, 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 no. guy. No, I'm just saying. I think he's gonna pull it together this year, and I think that he's gonna finally. Oh no, he, he didn't hear that oh, part. Because nah, nah. I'm gonna you get you're gonna get a message sorry, tonight. Minga, bro, who's this Chris guy coming yeah. on the show? Be and ready and to be awake this. till three o'clock yeah, in the yeah. morning getting messages. Me, bro, uh, I just got a notification right now. Me, Dan's gonna rip you, bro. Who's this guy? I don't know who this guy is. What do you mean the others in playoffs? You know what it says like when you get a message like Dan Lazaro has sent you a message. It's not. It says Dan Lazaro sent you a threat. The actual notification. Also, it's not. It's not three. It's thirty. There's a zero there. Do you think it's time to to start freaking out about clockmakers? They lost one game. No, but no, what he's trying to imply is that they've not gelled yet. Like it's like a slow moving offense. Ryan Castner did not look good yesterday, and even in this week one game where they beat Kings, he lost a lot of weight. He looks he always looks great though. No, 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 I'm not. But it's it's just he didn't play well in week one. He didn't play well in week two. No, and Simon makes a good point, though, right? Is it a matter of just understanding these guys? Because remember, Ryan Castro had his own guys with the McGill. It's QB rating is eighty nine after two games. Yeah, and, and look, it's not good. We spoke about it. Derek Castro might be more of a Div three, Div four A guy now. I'm not, you know, I don't know if he's able to play a Div two, but I think he should be doing better with what he has. This, this is a team right. that understands angles and running routes across the board with his receivers. I, what I find, what I noticed last week the most was that Ryan Kastner still calls the same plays he used to call seven years ago. Ryan doesn't have the same. So he's like Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Dinosaur offense. Ryan, and, and given the yeah. kind of offense, I would agree. Ryan Kastner doesn't have the same arm or slash rifle he used to have seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's. You yeah, remember, right. I remember watching Ryan five years ago and the ball would come yeah. in very hot. Yeah, he was now, swinging. what I saw yesterday. A lot of they, they're not floaters yet, but they, they're not as slinging as he used to be. Slingy, slingy, slingy. So you mean slinging it? So zipping the ball. So you, if you call the same plays where you need to throw it in a tight window, yeah. but your arm is not there anymore, it's causing issues offensively. Right. And I find that's the issue right now. Is he's trying to like the, the first week? Actually, I was standing next to you, Simon. I remarked on, on those five yard outs. Like that's that's gonna get picked soon because. Yeah. Somebody's gonna jump that. It, it's the and ball is just not getting there with the same. It, the is same it, power is it a matter of just adjusting to what you see? Like, because uh, you, you know, need they to adjust to your personnel as well as what you see. Like, you need to you need to be realistic with the players you have and with your own skill set, and and that's like I the reality check of saying I don't have the arm I used to have three yeah, years so ago. How can, what schemes can I run instead? Yeah. So it's, yeah, best exactly. use the talent I have around. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of talent on this team, and. It's a, strong team he finally has a good defense and they're able to stop teams but it's a matter of 
first of all, the, the typical Ryan Caster turnover issue. And sacking issue as well. Yeah, yeah, that one sack was very costly yeah. yesterday. But if he if that offense either it was just, you know, a bad bad two nights in a row, it could happen. It could be it. Or maybe change your schemes a little bit. Yeah. There might be because you need to score more than twenty six points per game. Yeah, for sure. Which uh, is what they're averaging now. Spotlight game, STL bad boys before we make the pick here, guys. Um looking at this game, STL against bad boys. Which quarterback do you like in this game? Um, SCL versus Dylan. Bad Boys. Dylan, I'm going to go with Dylan Taylor as well. All right. It's uh, more you're asking questions that we were agreeing on, so it's not. Pat Chenault is currently the worst quarterback in Division Two. Is in two games, four touchdowns, two picks, 79 QBR, 250 yards. That's ugly. This this stat line right here, 252 yards, four touchdowns, two picks, three sacks, is a one game stat line of a not great game where he got stopped in the red zone. So who has the more, who has more game breakers on this roster that can? Oh, bad boys have a dominant roster. So we can go better quarterback, Dylan Taylor, more game breakers. Bad I mean, boys. but STL, it's not like they're devoid of talent either. They're, no. they're no, a pretty stacked team. Bad boys have Alex Pilon and Nick Arsenault, okay. who are potentially two of the best top, two of the top 10 players in FPF mm-hmm. right now on the same team, alongside very good, talented players like Pachinot too. Like they're not, it's not just a top-heavy team, but their offense is not working. Yeah. All right. It is now time for games of the week. All right, here we go. Uh, we can go three games each, one and Div two. So six games, three each, please. Okay, so in Div two, we got Braves two point versus Alcoholics. Two point Alcoholics saw the first game. Ooh. Yeah, Braves two point oh. Yep, I agree. Uh, Kings Landing versus YCS. Who? You can't sit with us. You can't sit with you us. Can't okay. Sit with us. okay. Yeah, you can sit with us. You can sit with us as well. Next. And Bad Boys was STL. Give me STL. STL. So all that shit what? you just said. What? 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 You go with STL. STL. That's, how, right. you, that's how you work it. I agree. All right. Div 1. There's some good games in Div 1, actually, that uh, are going to be... Uh, we talked about the Monsters game against the... Uh, D-Boys. D-Boys. That's going to be a good game, which I'm sure we'll pick. Here we go. Monsters versus D boys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go D boys for this one. I'm gonna write the hot streak and take Monsters to I, top set. I will as well, just because of the typically slow start of D boys. Okay, so if, if before we get to the next game here, yes or no? If if Monsters win, they go three zero. D boys own three. D boys catch Monsters. By the end of the season. Yeah. I, uh, three game no. gap with seven to go. No. What was that? If Monsters go 3-0, D-Boys fall to 0-3. Do D-Boys catch Monsters in the standings? No, because it's an, it's an extra half a game in hand. So. Okay, so it's, it's three and a half games ahead of them. Seven games to go. Okay, it's too no much. Bomb. Next. Uh, Waste Ute versus Braves. Waste Ute. No, I no. think I think Dallas slays the dragon, finally. His uh, demons. It's tough, man. Braves are so good. I'm going to go Braves. Oh, yeah, man, Braves. Call you guys at 4 o'clock. Probably, all right. but uh, I'm going to right. anyway. It's going to be close. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. Next. Flagmore Sack versus Got Fat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is do they the are the guys suspended? Mm. Who? Is Van Ram playing on Flagmarsack? That's a good question. I don't know. I didn't see Did he play this week? I do not I, see I'm gonna go Flag Marsack either way. But I'm going Flag Marsack either way. I, so then why are you asking the question? Yeah. Well it changes <laughs> I was curious. All right. Match words please. Who is the real composer? Eagle. Composer of what? Eagle. Listen, I asked the question. These are bad questions to Google. Eagle Google who is the real composer. You 
<laughs> you, if you challenge me, I'm just gonna make you Google it. What are fights about? <laughs> Good night. I don't even want to read the results. Oh. They're stupid. I, I want you. I want you to Google the image. Long walks on short bridges. <laughs> it's just water. Google image. Yes. It's just a bunch of memes. <laughs> I'm sort of disappointed. I was hoping for like a giant on a tiny bridge. We're in 2019. Everything's just a meme. That's true. Our lives is just a meme. <laughs>